0: Cover me up. It's the remix. This is Songs in My Head. Hey guys, welcome back for another remix mini episode of Songs in My Head, a podcast for music nerds. Bye, Music Nerds. Uh, As always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kristen. Hello. And um, yes, this is another mini-episode. No, I don't care that you guys have been waiting far too long for another full-length episode. We've just had some stuff going on. Um, But we're doing the best we can. So we thought, let's come back out with another another mini episode we got a we have a a fun one planned this time um a little more well planned than the last one um but still still a good episode nonetheless um how have you been
1: good how are you
0: uh yeah yeah see that good was just like
1: my automatic response yeah
0: no you have default you've been you've been have had a rough go yeah. These last couple of weeks, huh? Not so good. No, not no. great. Not great. Not, not great. No, no. 2022. Just get right the fuck out. No. Turn it back around. We, are, we lost some great people already. I'm sad about it. Betty White. God rest her soul. She's back up with the rest of the Golden Girls being my friends. Bob Saget. I mean, like, I'm not trying to be a downer here, but it's been a pretty shitty year so far. You're not convincing me, not you in particular. I just meant in general. Nobody is convincing me that uh, 2022 is going to be a better year. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's been a time we've we've gotten here. We're we're surviving. We're thriving. Well, we're barely thriving, but um. And we're still listening to music, which, yeah. is, the, which is the important thing. Yep. I, I will never lose track of that. That's for certain. Um, but yeah, so we changed our Christmas gifts. Yeah. Which coincidentally were both music themed. Of course. DC uh, collaboration with Black Sabbath. They were very cool. Very cool. I need to get some good uh, waterproofing spray for those so it seals them in um
1: you got me vinyl
0: i did get you less than
1: jake and
0: no uh, effects no effects Mm -hmm. yeah and you were very surprised very excited well they're both
1: ones that i had mentioned that i wanted so you were paying attention
0: yeah even if it was accidentally paying attention
1: was it less than jake vinyl though it's like an amazing color
0: yeah yeah it's super orange yeah and like all the cool stuff that's inside with it it's very cool Anyway, um, so this this little mini episode, we decided to um, do a covers episode. Um, just kind of go through some of our favorite, just random, you know, no particular order uh, cover songs.
1: It's no secret that Josh loves covers. I do. Um,
0: <clears throat> I do. I love covers very much. And we've talked,
1: to, I mean, we've done the, the Me First and the Gimme give and we've talked about doing other episodes with covers, but some of these just don't fit in, in episodes, but they're worth talking about.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, I deliberately tried to to not pick covers that would be the subject of future episodes. Yeah. For that reason, because I knew that we would be talking about them later. But, I mean, enjoying covers as much as I do, it wasn't very hard. No. Um, so, uh, I, I kind of was all over the place
1: I was when I was
0: making my list. And I know that you said you were also.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and as usual, we had a, we had one that we figured out was crossover and it was, we'll get there. It was very unsurprising.
1: Oh, exactly. That
0: there, that it was. Well, it's when
1: we talked about on an episode.
0: Yes. So, uh, and we both did this the easy way for ourselves and just made Spotify playlists with all of our covers. So, as soon as I can get mine pulled up, because my Spotify is being a jerk. There we go. Um, it's the beauty of doing a live episode when your technology doesn't technology properly. Uh, yeah. So I guess I will kick it off. We'll just kind of go back and forth. Sure. Um, so the first one that I put on here, uh, I was creating this playlist the other day, um, and this one was f- one of the first ones that popped into my brain because of what day it was. Because it was um, uh, it was David Bowie's birthday. Oh. The other day, uh, and it was also unfortunately his death anniversary. And then a couple days later was the anniversary of his uh, release of his final recorded album that he did before he passed. But the album didn't come out until after he had died. Um, so the first song on my list that really struck out to me, um, and I, I know you're very familiar with it, it's uh, Nirvana's cover of The Man Who Sold the World. It's an amazing song. um, And they did an amazing job of it. Like that. I mean, we've talked in depth about that special. um, I mean, I just.
1: Did did Nirvana record it at all other than the unplugged or?
0: No, no I think they only did it during the unplugged. Yeah. Um, But like, it's an incredible. It's an incredible version of the song. And it's actually really, really close in styling to the original one which i i that's one thing that i do really appreciate about covers like i like when a band or an artist puts a spin on it right but i also appreciate it when they keep true to the original um song itself so yeah that was that was the first one on my on my list
1: okay first on my list is uh surprise a no effects song what um it's a cover that they did of don mclean's vincent um don mclean is the guy that did american pie yeah yeah vincent is like um a lesser known song but i actually didn't know this was a cover like until i don't know maybe 10 years ago this is on the uh no effects album uh 45 or 46 songs that didn't make the other albums or something. It's got one of those ridiculously long covers, right? Like it's an emo album or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a it's a really great song. Um, it's it's much more fast paced than the the Don McLean version. Well, sure, and uh, yeah.
0: But I mean, I I I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm familiar with it. And uh, from what I remember, even though it's faster paced, it doesn't do a disservice
1: no to the
0: original cover in any way. Or the original song in any way. It actually, I actually think it enhances the feeling of yeah. the original song.
1: Well, right. Definitely. And I mean, it's a... It's got some beautiful lyrics.
0: No, oh, absolutely.
1: So, um, anyone should check it out on our playlist. I'm sure we're going to have one.
0: I figured we would just kind Split of post our, our own. Each oh, yeah. one of our own in the comments when we we do this. Right. So uh so my next one um on my list here was um uh a Johnny Cash song uh his cover of hurt oh. by Nine Inch Nails um Johnny Cash's cover of that song now that song originally it's an amazing song uh we were listening to Nine Inch Nails earlier and Uh, Coincidentally, another cover by somebody else of Nine Inch Nails. But we've talked extensively off the show um, about Nine Inch Nails. And I think we'll inevitably end up doing one or two albums by them.
1: Yeah, I know they're on my 500 list. So, I mean, it's probably...
0: Um, But something about... johnny cash's version of this song is just it's just haunting it's it's got so much more meaning to it i think than than you would have expected it to and it's interesting too because i believe if i'm not mistaken i believe that this song was recorded during the american sessions with rick rubin um which, I mean, Rick Rubin is, like, one of the most well-known, like, producers in rap, metal, like, he transcends genres. So, like, this cover just was such an important, an important song for Johnny Cash to have done so late in his career. And I, I know that uh, Trent Reznor has gone on record to say that he was so humbled by the selection of this song yeah, um, I think they actually didn't. They play it together. I want to say that they've they maybe played it together one time. I I want to say
1: it's that too, but I, I don't know for sure.
0: We'll figure that out.
1: All right. Well, um, I I'm gonna skip ahead because I also have a Johnny Cash song. Um, he did a cover of um, the Beatles song um in my life oh yeah it's haunting too because in my life's kind of a um in the the beatles version it's it's a little bit like nostalgic and whimsical and but his is a lot more i don't want to say haunting but it sort of is yes
0: It's, it's more somber
1: yeah because i mean the beatles version is all about you know there's there's places and things you know in in my life and uh this is you know this is this is all the the places and things that that i've loved and like he says it too but it almost sounds like
0: right in a very similar fashion to the hurt cover yes where you know like cuz if i correct me if i'm wrong but I, the the kind of behind the lyrics of hurt is, um, like it has to do with drugs, I, I believe. Like it has to do with addiction, um, I think or so. something something close in that realm. Because he talks about like, you know, like there's lyrics where it says like the needle tears the hole, the old familiar sting.
1: Yeah. Well, he's he's like yeah.
0: But I think it just. And also the timing because I, I think, after he released that song, um, June had passed, so like it was even more emotional during the time when it was when his cover version was released.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, it is about addiction and stuff, but it's also about like, like looking back at. Everything, and like feeling bad about it, and I think his his version, like you said is is far more haunting, so well I think
0: because when you look at when he did it in his career, mm-hmm. I mean he had already you know been famous, so to speak, for what probably going on forty years at that point
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like and he had had some major ups and downs. Throughout his lifetime, right. so like I think that singing those same lyrics, but coming from who it was, and in both songs, I think even the one that you selected, um, I think in in some sort of way, it just made them feel almost like more of a storyteller.
1: They were recorded the same time.
0: Are they on the same album? Mm-hmm. I thought. I thought I remembered both of those being on the same album.
1: Yeah. I might have to listen to like all of it. Cause there's some really good stuff that I forgot about. But yeah.
0: So I am also going to uh, skip ahead a little bit um, to another David Bowie song. Uh, that I have on my list, which I actually I wouldn't be surprised if you also have on your list. Um, it's uh, The Used and My Chemical Romance's cover of Under Pressure. Yep, that's on my Which Is it's incredible? Like it's just there. You couldn't have picked two better, like, like emo punk lead singers to pair up, right, and do that cover. Like they like, Bert McCracken and Gerard Way just absolutely like, just do so much with the way that Freddie and Dave Bowie actually like recorded it originally, and it's just such an incredible cover. And it's one
1: of those songs that I feel like uh, most people couldn't do it justice. Right, but you absolutely know, not. That pairing is
0: yeah, like they're they're those are they're just two powerhouse voices and that's um, but that's the way the original recording was like Freddie Mercury and David Bowie both in their own right had incredible voices right and then you paired them up with Queen as the backing band and it's like you're you're destined to create this amazing recording and I think that teaming up the used or my chemical romance for that cover was just a good selection. And I, I just think it's, it's all one of those like mainstay right covers that you just, you have to talk about.
1: Right. Yep. It's on my list too.
0: <laughs> I, f- I figured I, I, once I thought about it a little bit more, I was like, it has to be.
1: All right. Uh, I'm just going to jump back to my list in order and, uh, Weezer's version of no scrubs. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs>
0: god Um, their version of no scrubs is so good
1: yeah it really really is um i don't when you told me that they had done this one i was like i i can't imagine how that's gonna work like i just couldn't picture it but oh my gosh i could not have expected anything better
0: because when you when you listen to the teal album it's literally a collection of songs that have no right being weezer songs but then you're just like what the fuck can't uh, Rivers Cuomo do? Right. It, he's He is very much like Dave Grohl in the sense that you're like, what can he not do as a musician that doesn't impress me? Right. And it's like, it's so ridiculous. Like,
1: Well, yeah, I think around the same time, I mean, Tale Album, um, I had heard some of the tracks, obviously, well obviously
0: Africa (laughs) right but I hadn't heard this
1: one and um, after that you know it came out with okay human and I was like man I just I don't stop being surprised right and I think that's why I love Weezer so much I mean I know we talked about Weezer in multiple episodes absolutely um, several (laughs) but that's that's why I think is because like they just keep trying new things and and just surprising me every time. Right. So, yeah, no scrubs. I think <laughs> I, I couldn't picture it done by anyone. But if someone had to do it, it had to be Weezer.
0: Um, so, um, again, just kind of skipping around my list a little bit because these are in no particular order. Um, my next one Um that i'm going to go with is a newer band that uh that i listened to recently called uh, nightlife um they're from baltimore and they're a three-piece like pop punk kind of band um but they're all um people of color that sounds like a really bad way to say it, but I couldn't think of another term.
1: Well, we've been looking for a more diverse.
0: yeah, we like been... diversity
1: and punk music specifically, but diversity
0: and music and music in general. And this was this was one of the bands that I discovered on my quest to find a more diverse listening base. and they're they're really awesome. Like they they fuse this like punk funk kind of vibe together. So like you get like the pop punk vibe but you also get like this really funky like undertone to it. They're really cool, but on their on their debut EP, they did a cover of um Lonely by Rob Thomas. Oh, and it's incredible because it, it feels almost like it, they make it they they give it this like tempo that almost makes it feel like like a 90s R&B song and it's wild. And huh. like the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Excuse me?" Cuz like that's a jam. Like the Rob Thomas song is already a jam. But like this version of it is really incredible. I'll have to <laughs> I'll have to play it for you yeah. once we finish the the show cuz it's it's really really good. Definitely. Huh. Um all
1: right, next on my list, um, Just Like Heaven by Goldfinger.
0: Ooh, um, that's a good one.
1: I have to say I love all the versions of Just Like Heaven that I've heard. There is, like, a slow version by the Watson twins or something. But this one, I mean, it's it's much faster. Much, Um, it's Goldfinger, I mean, come on. Um, I just love the song, and I love the lyrics, and I think I love it even more sped up and, you
0: know. Well, and I think that there's, there's a certain, um, this is going to be a really weird... Way that I describe this, but there's there's something tonally about John Philbin's voice, yeah, where it's like it's gritty but also clean.
1: I was gonna say rough, but somehow polished.
0: Yeah, we. I like how we both just said the same thing, but we used completely different words. Well,
1: because I was thinking it when you when you started to say it, I was like, you're gonna say the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's true though. Like, there's just something about like his voice and then like you pile that on top of like that era of goldfinger and you just get an amazing rendition of an already great song so that that's a good that's a really good pick that's that's a solid a solid track um i guess to kind of stay on the same uh 80s theme um one of my all-time favorite covers um, is 311's cover of the song Love Song oh, by yeah. The Cure. Uh, it's, it, it because it's so different. Because it's, it's like more of their like, their like head trippy, toned down, like tuned down guitar. Like it almost sounds like it's a really sad, like way sadder than The Cure's version, which is, is impressive. It's impressive. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's an incredible cover. I, I I always have loved that rendition of it. I, and like Three Eleven is one of those bands that like is very mediocre for me. Um, but like this song always stands out for me in particular. So this, this it's is a good one. one. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a really it's like one of those like. Yeah, like you hear it and you're like, wow, this is impressive. Like,
1: yeah, I think when I heard it, I mean, obviously some of the music is is pretty distinct. Right. That it's 311, but I was still like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that that it being done by 311 takes any of like the moodiness away from the song. Um. So, yeah, I, I really like that track.
1: Good pick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with. Um, Guns N' Roses version of Since I Don't Have You which, you know, is a, a doo classic by the Skyliners I don't think I'm familiar with that You might be
0: I Do mean, you? I'm sure that I'm I'm familiar with the original song, but I don't think I'm familiar with the Guns N' Roses version It's on the
1: Spaghetti Incident Okay, It's pretty cool, you should check it out
0: I will. Now we have stuff to listen to after the show. We have
1: already made playlists. Right. Isn't perfect? Convenient. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I mean, didn't they do another cover? Wasn't something else they did around that same time period was a cover. I can't think of what it is right now. But yeah, this one I've always liked. Just I think like something about like the way they pair the guitar with with the ly- with the lyrics that you know there's almost that same feel with the original but like it's just like amped up a bit right cuz obviously right guns and roses <laughs> obviously
0: yeah check it out i will we will we will definitely do that um let me think here so <laughs> My list is so all over the place, which just makes this so much fun. Um, so, in a similar, in a similar regard to what you just chose, um, I am going to go with another kind of big uh, '80s hair metal band or metal band that did a cover of. Not necessarily a do-op classic, but a classic rock song. Um, and it would be Metallica's cover of Turn the Page. Oh yeah. By I believe that's Bob Seeger. Right? That's I think Bob so. Seger. Yeah. Uh, but their version of it is incredible. And I think that it's a very interesting song for them to do because at that point in their career, because that that was the Garage Inc. days, so you figure they already had like six albums out by the time they released garage inc which garage inc if you've never listened to it is a whole series of covers done by metallica um a lot of misfits on there um there's some queen on there i mean it's it's a great that album in itself is amazing um but this cover in particular i think is really interesting because when you look at a band like metallica they were uh like really heavy touring band they still are and that's what the like the theme of that song is like it's just the tale of a touring musician like you know because i mean in the, and the it's just like you get to hear the behind the scenes of like a musician that just like played his heart out on stage and all he wants to do is like have a smoke and a nap and like he's exhausted and he hasn't heard from anybody at home in a while. And, you know, it's just like, you're really getting to hear the parts of being a touring musician that you don't get to hear normally. And Metallica's rendition of it, I think really is, it tells a different story because when you really think about all the stuff that Metallica went through, in their early years, you know, losing their original um, bass player in an accident, um, having lineup changes, you know, for the first few years of their career, because they were in and out of having different guitarists and bass players for numerous reasons. And I just think that this was a really interesting choice for them. But, like, again, it's another one of those ones where they don't, like over metallica a cover they still do it like in a really like respectful way while still putting their own little like spin on it like you know james hetfield does james hetfield things with his voice while he sings the lyrics but like it doesn't it's not overdone so i i've always liked this yeah cover. it's a really good one yeah it's it's one of their more popular covers I think.
1: yeah i don't know that i've heard a lot of them but i know i've heard that one it's, yeah it's good for sure um well since your list is a bit longer than mine i'm gonna just go with the one that we have on both of our lists that we know about sure and it's cake's version of i will survive which
0: is incredible
1: um which is originally by gloria Gaynor. um yeah the cake version is incredible um just a lot of feeling to it and the addition of the uh the f bomb, um,
0: which Gloria Gaynor was not a fan of. Nope,
1: nope, not at all. Um, but I think it, I think it really helps. Um, I don't know, just put more like passion behind it.
0: Yeah, I think that their version really makes it feel a lot more, a lot more passionate. Um, I think the addition of the, the of the trumpet. Yes, really adds a lot to it because it gives it almost like a it takes that the like the disco out of the original and makes it almost like a like a funk or like yeah. a jazzy kind of a version right yeah but uh, it's that's a really really great great version
1: and i mean we've talked about that one at length because we did an episode oh yeah so um so yeah, if you haven't heard it, check it out. I mean, I know you've heard it, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, let's see here. So, uh, next in the in the realm of of really unexpected covers that I enjoy, um, say like i wouldn't necessarily call him country but he is labeled as like modern country uh orville peck he's like the like a like a rebel cowboy kind of guy i don't know his music's really cool it doesn't sound like country music but it's got like the soul of like old like willie nelson like rebel country kind of stuff without being like cringy right um but he did a cover of uh Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Oh. And um I think it was very powerful because uh I believe that it was released um uh in conjunction with some something related to LGBTQ mm-hmm. A plus plus. Uh but like it's just it's a really, really um fantastic cover and it's it's really like it's just it's very different like it's it's more toned down and it's 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 almost a little twangy in parts which is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. but like he's got this really like this really deep like somber almost johnny cash-esque voice and like hearing him sing a lady gaga song yeah in that voice is just really unique And so it's just, it's one of the ones that I've discovered in the last couple years. And like, it's, it's really cool.
1: Huh. I will have to look for that. I mean, obviously on your playlist.
0: Right. And I guess since I do have a couple more than you, I'll toss another one out there while I'm at it. Sure. Um, so like I was listening, randomly listening to the radio one day and, uh, I know gross radio. I listen occasionally. Um, and i thought that there was going to be a sublime song on um it was it sounded like the beginning of doing time by sublime uh it was actually a cover by lana del rey and it's just it, i mean cuz like you know how her voice is like yeah very specific yeah. and like it's very moody and very like almost dreamy like very much in the sense of like the way that Billie Eilish yeah sings as well so like imagine like the song "Doing Time but like Lana Del Rey it's it's really Uh it's a really interesting cover and if you've never heard it you're definitely gonna have to check it out
1: definitely yeah I don't think I don't think I caught that one um next on my list um less than jake did a cover of i think i love you which it's it's an older song but i never knew who sang it so i had to go and look because other people have covered it and honorable mention there was a tenacious d cover that i guess was in the movie the croods or one of the croods movies interesting yeah it's just it, you know tenacious d version <laughs> but anyway um so it made me look on wikipedia to figure out where the song came from that's
0: a wait i think i remember it's um it's not partridge family yeah david cassidy right
1: but okay so apparently in the like when it was used in the show like he didn't sing it it was um yeah it says both um yeah it's a, a song by tony romeo don't know who that is um written as a debut single for the fictional musical tv family the partridge family and it says um yeah so ca- okay cassidy was a vocalist but i guess in oh no he did sing it you're right never mind
0: maybe he like underwrote it or co-wrote it
1: oh yeah he wrote it but yeah david
0: cassidy sang it yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. gonna say I, I feel like there's like some really weird like throwback
1: yeah but I love the I love Less Than Jake's version, um, just because, I mean, they take the like the old sound out of a lot of the a lot of the songs, right. um, like just an updated version. But I mean, the, the the song's great, the lyrics great, It's just it's it's fun, and it's Less Than Jake. So. Right.
0: I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with with Less Than Jake. Definitely. Um. So, we'll get into a series of of really just kind of random ones here. Um, first up on my list is uh, there's a couple of heavy bands here, so I'll just I'll just kind of lump them in together. Um, first up is a cover by Killswitch Engage. Uh, they did a cover of uh, Dio's Holy Diver, and um, they actually played it live when we saw them at uh Knot fest which is still the worst name for a music festival I've ever heard. <laughs> um and it's it's cool because like they're very different like they're a very specific like metal band but like to do a cover of like one of ronnie james dio's like most famous songs like next to like rainbow in the dark um and like to do it really well cuz like again it's another one of those situations where like they could have easily way over-metalled this song but like when they originally recorded it um the lead singer that they had at the time his name was Howard Jones and he was he's like one of the most incredible like metal singers and his voice is so particular and he could just hit all of these notes that Dio could and it was just so crazy the first time I heard it and it's always been one of my favorite like metal kind of covers Mm -hmm. and then coincidentally another one that's related to the same uh, lead singer after he left Killswitch he formed a band called uh, Light the Torch or no the first time his band was Devil You Know then it became Light the Torch Uh, they did a cover of Eye of the Tiger oh okay and in the very similar, like, Dio vein, like, he really, like, showed the range of his voice while still making it a metal cover of a yeah. song. Um, and then to kind of round that out, uh, a very unique, uh, I don't want to call them a metal band, but I don't want to not call them a metal band. Right. Um, are you familiar with Body Count? No. 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 So um Ice T. Uh he had a okay. punk slash thrash slash metal band.
1: It's yeah. Um It's coming back to me now.
0: Yeah. Uh you might know them for their for their classic hit uh Cop Killer. It's really <laughs> it's really a great angry track. Anyway, Uh, back in 2017 they did this like i forget it was some sort of special with i think a a guitar company or something and uh he got his band together and they went into the studio and recorded a cover of slayers uh rain and blood (laughs) but like it's so fucking good like to hear like iced tea screaming and singing these lyrics is just incredible because it's like it's it's so different for him to see him singing this this like classic like metal song and they do it so well and his band is so like his backing band is really really good like they round out the whole track and it's just it's an incredible cover of like a really really heavy metal song cool yeah it's very different it's very different
1: <laughs> um okay next on my list uh, another no effects track uh, last caress um which was a misfit song um it's on the same album as the other
0: which is one of the most absurd <laughs> oh
1: god that's why i picked it misfit songs i picked it because i mean it's an absurd misfit song and the way mike sings it <laughs> i got something to say i killed a baby today i was like oh man it's just so absurd but i love it because it's them so um i mean it's a super short cover super short version because it's on their you know 45 46 they're all real short songs
0: but sometimes Um, those are the best those are like the gems like when you get like like that one you know it's like 45 seconds
1: like the murder of the government. <laughs>
0: right. When you get a song like that, where it's just like, it's just this short little, like you blink and it's done. Yeah. Kind of song. But after you've listened to it, you're like, whoa. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, one that we've listened to recently um, and we both got a good hoot out of it. And uh, I mentioned him a little bit ago. Old Dave Grohl uh, <laughs> and the DGs oh. with their cover of You Should Be Dancing by, oh the, by the Bee Gees. It's, first of all, to see and hear Dave Grohl singing disco is just, <laughs> it's just incredible. And like we watched his, um their the Hanukkah? Hanukkah videos that he did. This was the second year, I think, that they did them. Yeah. And so like they would they were doing a different um video like different song each night uh for the 8 nights of Hanukkah. And just like and it was another like Rivers kind of moment where where we were like is there anything that Dave Grohl can't do? And then we watched this stuff from the DG's and we were like nope, that there there isn't Cause like it's it's incredible, like right. the way that he's just like singing these disco songs with such passion, but like it's still the it's still the Foo Fighters, it's just they're singing Bee Gees songs, and it's it's hilarious. It is the fact that they had to create a whole a whole name for their band <laughs> just to do Bee Gees songs is just it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah, but I, they and they've done quite a few B.G. songs, um, but this one was the one I know that you have heard. This
1: opened the door.
0: Yeah, this was the one that opened the door for me because I, I I've listened to quite a few of them, but I know you are familiar with this one. Good choice. Yeah, it's a it's a really solid, solid cover of that song. Yeah. Um.
1: All right. Um. I'm gonna go with "California Dreamin," which is um. The covers by high standard um it, they're on the fat label it was okay. on one of the i think it was on one of the fat comps back in the day the fat music for fat people or survival of fattest or one of those one early of those ones, ones. Okay. yeah the original um tracks by the mom and the mamas and the papa's. papas. yeah yeah so i mean it's basically got the same feel to the song but obviously much faster um
0: little yeah.
1: yeah 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 and actually i mean when I had heard this song, I was like, I know this song. Like I couldn't place it because this was the age of the, the budding internet. <laughs> right. And, uh, I was like, I know this song, I know this song. And now it's just so funny to, to hear both versions because they're so different.
0: Right. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard their version. I'll have to listen to that. Um, so I, I, the next one that I have here is, um, one from Billy Joe's uh, No Fun Mondays. Oh, uh, it's I th- the his cover of I think we're alone now.
1: Yeah, that's a good. Which one.
0: is fantastic. And he when he did the No Fun Mondays, um, his sons were actually his backing band. That's right. So they recorded it, and it's just it's just like a really simple. They didn't do anything like really extravagant <laughs> with it, but there's something about like the way that he sings it that just i don't know it just it really encompasses like the original feel of the song Mm -hmm. and i I don't know it just it's a really fun a really fun cover and all a lot of his no fun mondays stuff was really fun um i I actually look forward to listening to that record because that vinyl looks incredible and i i can't wait to actually toss it on the, the record player and see how it sounds we will
1: have to do that very soon yes Um, Okay, I'm going to go next with um, a cover of a NoFX song, Total Bummer by Silverstein. Um, The reason I chose this one is that I I feel like it's one of the songs that NoFX had that I overlooked because, um, I don't know, there's, there's just so much, but hearing the Silverstein version slowed down. And with more emphasis on the vocals, because I think this was recorded, um, the original, I think it was recorded in one of the earlier albums for No Effects, so, like, it was when Mike was still kind of fine-tuning his vocals. Um, Oh, no. Okay, I was wrong. It was on Pump of the Valiant, so that was, like, 97. Um, Well, he's come a long way since then. Sure. Um, But the emphasis on the vocals made me notice the lyrics and how, like... I just want to say how deep they are, but I mean, they're, they're poetic and just, they hit home a lot more in that mm-hmm. version. Oh
0: yeah. No. Cause you played both of them for me mm-hmm. and like listening to them side by side, even though they're the same song, you they're, com- they're the completely same. different songs.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And like,
0: and like the, the scene version is like really like, it's like a gut punch by comparison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it's that's a really good cover. Yeah, and it's I mean, a very well-done cover.
1: Yeah, and I mean I I've, I've heard a lot of No Effects covers. <laughs> I mean, they've even said so.
0: <laughs> the, the eight million covers of linoleum that, that Mike resents almost every single one of. Um let me see here. Um the next one i have up on here is uh, a police cover it's uh the song roxanne by fallout boy oh um it was on this compilation album um that i like randomly picked up at a show it was at a newfound glory show and one of the bands that was opening for newfound glory was on this compilation and it's it's called like a tribute to the police Uh and so like it's a bunch of bands just doing you know like a like a bunch of the more popular police songs and this is the opening track on it and like something about their version is just really different because like they kind of add um this like they kind of like pop punk it up a little bit so like it's a little more fast-paced um you know, there's a lot of really fun, like, guitar work. And, of course, like, Patrick's voice is incredible. So, like, I think he really does, like, the vocals that were originally sung by Sting. I, you know, I think he does it a lot of justice. Um, it's a really cool cover, though. And the, the whole compilation itself is, is really fun.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, I'll have to play it for you sometime. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, random, (laughs) random covers on it.
1: Nice. Um, I only have two more, so...
0: That's okay. You want me to do a couple more of mine? Um, And then you can do a couple more of yours? Okay. So, um, one of the next ones I picked is by The Spill Canvas. Um, They did a cover of uh, Gold Dust Woman by Stevie Nicks. And, um, like, it's very, very emotional and, like, the, the instrumentation that they chose for it is, like, really, really crazy. Like, it's, it's all, like, acoustic guitars and, like, like, acoustic guitars, but there's also still drums in the background and, like, it really, um, it really puts a, a different spin on a very classic stevie nicks song it's it's really it's it's incredible and i i like i like nick thomas's voice on it
1: well he just has a nice voice anyway right um yeah I, I didn't realize they did a cover of that i know that there was a sort of well-known cover that was on the you know crow by by hole so i look forward to hearing something different to replace
0: that <laughs> right
1: not that it was terrible but it just wasn't my favorite
0: yeah no this one's really good i think you'll like it oh okay um yeah and then also another uh incredibly random one um so there's this music group that i listen to called american murder song (laughs) um and they their claim to fame is kind of like they it's they're like storyteller uh type musicians but like they they wrote like these folk ballads that were based in like the the civil war era and they use all of these like really classic instruments um and like their stuff is like really eerie and like haunting and like like i said like it tells a story well at least on their first album on their second album they did um one that was kind of like a radio show and it was all about the donner party um which was really fun and then their third album was about this murder hotel but the opening track on their third album um was a cover of pumped up kicks by foster (laughs) the people and like hearing them do their their thing in this rendition of the song it, it just makes pumped up kicks and even like sadder song
1: well yeah and that's one of those songs that you on the surface don't realize it's a sad song right and the only reason i remember is because you know i i had friends who were talking about their kids singing the song and they're just like
0: (laughs) right i know it's 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 a rough song and then to hear them doing it in their version is just like whoo but it's it's a really it's a really cool rendition and i don't think i've
1: ever even heard of them
0: they're they're really interesting i don't know i don't know if they'd be your cup of tea but but i I, i'll show you some stuff their second album is really fun the donner party one is is really fun um all right i'll do one more and then i'll hand it back to you and you can do a couple more um so uh you're familiar with the weekend yeah, yes. Um I'm a big fan. Uh I've been a big fan for a long time and uh I was just recently listening to uh trilogy which is his first three albums. They like compiled them together onto one album. Um and on that album he does a cover of uh Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana. Oh, and it's like I mean, because like his voice is very particular and he like he covers the the Michael Jackson range so well. But then he also puts like his own spin on it, like the the music and everything. It just it's it's very interesting the way that he like does it in his like lo-fi hip hop kind of style. But it's such a classic like Michael Jackson song and like it's just it's it's really fun like it's a really great cover I, I i enjoy listening to it a lot and i i think i think you would really enjoy it to be honest so oh, i'll have, have to I'll have to play it for you
1: yeah um all right two more on my list um mm-hmm. this one's a way out way out there um smash mouse cover of why can't we be friends
0: hell yeah
1: <laughs> which you know originally was you know by war um i just like it uh it's got a you know everybody makes fun of smash mouth but this is you know before the all-star
0: days no i mean it's a good cover was it was on shrek no
1: that was on... oh no
0: that was their cover of um i'm a believer
1: yes this was on their like I don't know, it's their first album, like mang or whatever. The one that the, the one that Walking on the Sun was on. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really like that album. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just I like the original song. So, I mean, this one's it's an a even good more fun version.
0: It is honestly, and like, it, and they do it. They do it pretty close. Yeah. It's not like super far off of the original.
1: No, I'd say that it's a little bit more. Um, I don't even know. I mean, I feel like they have like a ska feel to them, a kind little of. bit, just like the tempo of some of the songs and and yeah. everything and um, the instruments and things that they use. Um, so yeah, I mean, they they speed it up a little bit in certain places and. But not like. Not like, not like unrecognizably. Right. So. Yeah.
0: No, that's a really that's a fun. A really fun cover.
1: Yeah, so that was the, that was the um, the out there one that I didn't think you would know that I would pick.
0: <laughs> no, I, I didn't expect that, but that's a um, good one.
1: And last one is one of the covers of Linoleum, one of the 700 and some, um, Streetland Manifesto. Um, they did a cover of Linoleum and they, you know, slowed it down. Gave it like a different, uh, more of a laid back feel to it. Um, I just love the song and just hearing another band that I really like, um, doing
0: a cover, doing of it. a
1: cover of it. And I mean, they scot up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, one of the many, one day I sat down and I looked at, um, some of the covers and they're just so many. Right. Um, yeah. One I didn't put on my playlist too. I don't know why this just popped in my head cause I was looking for it and didn't put it on there. Um, honorable mention for my list and then i'm done uh punchline's version of the world has turned and left me here um
0: oh yeah yeah that cover is really good
1: i just that that song the weezer version i mean is like if i had to pick top 10 songs it would be
0: in there it would sure. be in there so yeah.
1: i just loved hearing a band that i like redo a song that i already like right i think that falls into the same category as linoleum for me
0: <laughs> sure no that's that's a good example
1: um yeah so that's my list
0: so I feel like this couldn't be um, one of my lists without there being some Prince. Yeah. Um, so I have two Prince related tracks. So one of them is a cover of a Prince song. Um, it's done by the, this artist, his name's Alex Claire. Um, he, he got really popular because of a song he had in a commercial. And then his song was in a bunch of commercials And I'll I'll have to play it for you Um, because it's kind of like, I don't want to say like dubstep. But it's like it's like this like it's like this weird like electronic uh, dubstep kind of music. But like he's got a really good voice. So Mm -hmm. like he sings along with it and he does a cover of um, When Doves Cry.
1: Oh, that's a good song anyway.
0: And like. So then he has all of these like really like like um complex like keyboard electronica tones that are playing all the background music in it. And it's just a really, really like really interesting cover of it. And I I've, I've always really dug it since the first time I heard it. I mean and I mean it's when doves cry. Like it's one of the best
1: Yeah, that's probably on the top of my list of, of Prince songs. It's up there.
0: You sure it's not Diamonds and pearls <laughs> guys it's an inside joke um she hates that song uh
1: well that's cuz i mean it was just it
0: gets overplayed
1: not anymore but back in my middle school or high school days i don't even remember which one
0: sure oh. um so my last song on my list i i talked to you a little bit about this so um posthumously i mean prince has released a ton of music and nobody's shocked by that um they i mean it's been said that he has enough music in the paisley vaults to like release music for another 10 years um but one of the first things that they released that was music from the vaults was called originals and um it was an album of either early versions of his own songs or songs that he wrote for other artists um so like there were some songs on there from like the time and like um was it vanity um sheila e there were some covers on there um and then like his cuz like what he would do is he would write the songs and then he would go into the studio with uh the revolution and they would record it the way that he envisioned it to be recorded i mean and inevitably sometimes um the artist that took the song wouldn't select to do it that way um so like another one of them that's on there is um manic monday because uh, he he wrote that song for Cyndi Lauper, and she kept it pretty close to his original version. Did the Bengals do that? Manic Monday. The Bangles. I say Cyndi Lauper. Hmm. The Bangles. Uh... Sorry, no, I only really know because that
1: that was like one of my very first like bands that I that I sure. loved.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, that was that was a and that
1: song I'll never forget because I you know somebody didn't be, uh, explain to me what come on make some noise meant at a young age and I was like I wish I never sang it right. wish I was never alive
0: <laughs> I wish I were <laughs> I dead I wish I were dead <laughs> um, so one of the other songs that's on there um, is his original recording of uh, nothing compares to you which uh, that song. But song saw a recording twice after he passed it along. But the biggest one was by Sinead O'Connor. I mean, obviously, that's like one of her biggest, most well-known songs. But Prince wrote it. And his original version is just incredible. I mean, like Prince is, is an untouchable artist in general. And this song definitely, uh, I think he should have released it instead, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think it would have been a very different, a very different and better received song had it been released by him.
1: You think it wasn't well received?
0: (sighs) Yeah, I think it just would have been different. I think it because, you know, I mean, obviously, like you're you're talking Prince fans versus Sinead O'Connor. I think it would have just been different the song would have had different trajectory. That's that's more what I meant.
1: Okay. Um I would I would agree with you in the fact that you mean among Prince fans, yes. But I mean that song was huge. No yeah in general.
0: No, yeah, it's a it's a huge song. I just meant like Yeah. As far as like Prince fans went. Okay. I yeah, think it it would have had a different trajectory.
1: Yeah, I wasn't looking at it in that like frame there. I was looking at it. Like on the bigger overall, picture, yeah. I mean, it was like number one, lots of places. Oh wasn't yeah, it?
0: no, it was huge. Yeah. That song was huge.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that I realized until we did the Purple Rain episode that Prince was—he um, had such a wide range of of song mm-hmm. songs that he had um, done for others.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I didn't realize that one. Um, I mean, I think I had heard it was a cover, but I didn't realize that it was like.
0: A Prince song mm-hmm. originally yeah so yeah so that's that's my last one on my list and it's my loophole song because it's it's not a cover but like kind of because he wrote it for somebody else but he also recorded it
1: but it wasn't released until <laughs> but after it wasn't
0: released until after the other one had been out for many years so
1: so let me ask you this I'm just curious um Is there a version, I mean, is there a song on your list that you would say that you didn't like the original, but you do like the cover? I mean, because I seem to seek out covers anyway, just because they're interesting. And you named a few that I don't particularly like the original song. Um, So it just made me think, like... Um,
0: I mean, I feel like... I feel like Love Song okay, um, is is one of those kind of songs for me, because I feel like the original gets a little bit annoying.
1: Yeah, Um, I could could see that.
0: And I mean, it's nothing against The Cure. I mean, it's The Cure. Like, come on. But something about the 311 version of that song, I could listen to that more frequently than the original.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's... There's a few songs here. Like I mean I, I don't see myself listening to, you know, the original, you know, do up version of of <laughs> you know, I, I think I love you or whatever, but I would listen less than Jake. I was just wondering because you named I don't know that I want to say it. Say the songs that I don't particularly <laughs> like the originals. I'm curious. Oh, um, Roxanne. I'm not a big really? not a big sting fan. Huh. I don't hate them. I'm just really indifferent. Sure. No, I mean that like extremely in- indifferent about all of that. Um, Dirty Diana. What? Yeah, I like Michael Jackson. I despise that song. I'm not sure why. <sighs> oh, man,
0: that's a shame. That's okay though. I mean, like, there. Michael Jackson. But maybe has, the
1: cover will make me like it.
0: Michael Jackson has a million other songs. Oh
1: to yeah, like. I'm so a, like I'm a far bigger fan of like. I don't know his super early, more like more pop stuff. Like, <laughs> don't laugh at me. So what else? It's been a rough week. What do I like?
0: No, what else? Oh, those you two. said. It was just those two.
1: Yeah, that's all I can remember that you that you named. But yeah, when you <laughs> you said Roxanne, i just like oh. you're just oh, crap just something about the way he says and it's like oh no <laughs> you just Ugh. yeah I don't I don't know I mean I, for years I didn't like the Sinead O'Connor version of that song I don't know why I think it was just because it was so played but when I waited like a good 10 years to hear it again I was like man that's a good song
0: yeah the prince version is is really good i also like the uh me first and the gimme gimme's oh yeah cover of it too there's just really really good
1: but i i there's not many covers they've done that i don't like
0: right e- like even their uh their country album like when it was just all covers of old country songs oh god their cover of jolene
1: is so good
0: <laughs> It's so good. I was honestly trying to find, to see if I could find it for this, this episode, but there is another cover that I didn't feature on here because I couldn't find it. And I'm not sure if maybe it was just one of those, like, random live performance covers. Because that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's annoying. Because, like, I want to listen to it again. Because it was, um, it was Miley Cyrus uh, did a cover of Jolene. And well, because you know that Dolly Parton is her aunt, mm-hmm. aunt, godmother, aunt. I'm pretty sure aunt. It's godmother. I don't know. Maybe. Either way. Either way. Um. But yeah, like, she did a cover of Jolene, and it's amazing. And I was trying to find it for this list, but like, it's nowhere on Spotify. And I think it may have just been like a, like a one time, like recorded live,
1: yeah, thing. But Maybe
0: it's on YouTube. It probably is. If I can find the video, um, I'll post the I'll post the link to it in the comments.
1: Yeah, I was only saying because I'm I'm curious now.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I I always enjoy going through like cover songs because I feel like it's just they've always been so important to me for yeah. like some weird reason. Because I feel like it's like taking a song that I already know. And, like, making it more accessible yeah. with a band that I like or an artist that I like.
1: We played a really fun game when we were on vacation with John, one of the uh, five listeners we've got. Um, where he... Shout out, John. Hey! Um, <laughs> where he was playing from his playlist of many, many covers. Oh, God. And we were guessing who the songs were. And there were a few, like, really big surprises. Yeah. You were really good at guessing.
0: Yeah, I was surprisingly good at guessing um i'm not surprised okay well to, you're being humble <laughs> not to toot my own horn toot toot. uh yeah you want to talk to somebody that has an absurd amount of cover music in his arsenal that's the guy to talk to for cover songs he he might he might topple me as like the number of cover songs that he has uh, we'll see if maybe he can John if you're listening I know you will um, please put together a random list of 20 cover songs of your choice send me a link I'll put it in the <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the, the listing on Facebook so that everybody can listen to it cause like I know you have some random shit in your library somewhere <laughs> um, but yeah so I had a good time with this. Yes, um, fun. Maybe we'll revisit some covers again soon because I'm sure there's a million more. Um, but as always, you can find us all over social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at uh, SIMH Pod. Uh, you can also find us anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. That would include iTunes, Amazon Music. Spotify and SoundCloud if you're nasty um, uh, we're, we're working on stuff we got things lined up so stuff and things lots of things and stuff lots of, lots of stuff and things um, get ready because uh, we're probably still not going to be ready but we're going to bring you more content so even if it's a bunch of these little episodes which this was not a little episode but it is a mini episode.
1: So lucky for you, the length of a full length episode. Ha <laughs> none of the preparation.
0: The length of a full episode, just shittier. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. You know, thank you guys so much for listening. Um. You know, we we say this at the end of every every episode, but like, please, guys, seriously, this Omicron shit's getting wild. Please be careful please mask up get vaxxed wash your fucking hands you're gross and just stay safe don't do anything stupid uh john i'm I'm watching you uh we love you guys we'll talk to you very very soon uh signing off Bye. bye